0: morning i'm going to be preaching from a book called hebrews which is in the new testament um you might want to turn there in your bible and uh hebrews chapter 13 and the title for my message is building a church strengthened by grace i love the fact that we were just singing about god's grace and then um, Effortlessly flowing into a message about God's grace. It's almost like we planned that. I don't know. we didn't. (laughs) It's, It's good. But let me read to you from Hebrews 13, verse 9. It says, Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. Be strengthened by grace. To ask a question this morning, how strong are you? How strong are you? Because the writers of the Hebrew says, be strengthened, be strengthened. So when, when you hear the phrase be strengthened, I wonder what comes into your mind. For me, straight away, be strengthened, I'm off to the gym. I can't tell you the last time I was in a gym. I really can't. I have been in one. I was a lot, lot, lot younger, and I didn't go with any kind of purpose for working out or anything. I was just maybe a bit inquisitive as to what goes on in a gym. Uh, you'll never catch me in a gym. Or maybe brain gym, you're thinking about mental mental gym, mental things, work, work, working your brain out, exercising your brain. Or maybe when you think of be your strengthened, you're thinking about dieting, eating good foods. Well, the, um, I've, interesting, I've referred to Paul as the writer of Hebrews here. I'm not sure if he is or not. He could argue with me on that. I'm not nailing my colours to the mask on anything like that at all. Dudley might, but I'm not. <laughs> but, but he writes, the author of the Hebrews writes, it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. So I'm gonna, I want to ask the question, why? Whenever I read the Bible, whatever I read, I'm always asking God, Why? Why is that in the Bible? Because everything is in the Bible for a specific purpose. There's not a single word that is there by accident. It's all there for a reason. So it's important we read our Bibles, that we know them, but also we ask why. So why did Paul write that it's good to be strengthened by, for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods? Well, he wrote it, obviously, because it was an issue in the church that he was writing to. Otherwise, he wouldn't have written it. Uh, we don't know much at all about the situation, which is probably a good thing. Uh, we don't know what type of food that the were were seeking to be strengthened by. It may have been ceremonial foods, uh, but we don't fully know. But we do know, because it's written down for us, that they were seeking to be strengthened by these foods. And they were devoted to these foods. And Paul says, or whoever wrote Hebrews says, that their devotion to these foods has not benefited them. Now, these days, we we have people devoted to food. And I don't know if you are... I am devoted to food. I love food. But not any particular diet. I'll just eat whatever. And at the moment, it just falls off me. And and that's great. And and I love that. But, But some people are devoted vegetarians. I'm not saying any of this is wrong at all. People have got their reasons for being vegetarian. That's fine. Some people are devoted vegans. Any produce from animals, is that right? So t- no eggs, is that correct? Yeah? Some people are fruitarians, they just eat fruits. Some people are on Weight Watchers and they're devoted to losing weight and they attend Weight Watchers and they all these different foods have got points and you're not allowed so many points. My wife's very happy because... Um, I can't remember, a certain type of food. Weight watchers have just suddenly decided it's a pointless food. There's no, you, don't, you don't earn any points by eating it, so you can have as much of it as you want. I can't remember what the food is. Um, it's all irrelevant for me. But some people um, are on a Subway diet. <laughs> this is true. Apparently this is true. There is such a thing as a Subway diet. And it's a crash diet in which a person eats Subway sandwiches in place of any other higher-calorie fast foods. it kind of makes sense. So instead of going to McDonald's, I go to Subway's, or KFC. I go to Subway's, and Subway's is, is all right, isn't it? Apparently, the, there's a, a student called Gerard Fogel who was obese, and he lost 245 pounds after replacing his meals with Subway sandwiches. There, there's the Subway diet. So I don't know what you're devoted to in terms of food, but you you can argue that most diets have their place in life. But it's possible that sometimes these diets can become life-consuming, that people's lives revolve around diets. People become obsessed by their dietary habits because these diets, all of them, promise a greater well-being. They promise a better life. And slowly but surely the promise of this greater and physical greater well being and physical well being and mental well being becomes the promise that we live our lives by. And this is a dangerous thing. And that's why it says it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, which has benefited those devoted to them. And so I want to just get our eyes off food now and, and put our eyes firmly on grace. I want to focus on the phrase it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace. And I want to ask the question of not how strong are we physically, but how strong are our hearts? How strong is your heart? And again I'm not talking about your physical heart here. So when we read heart in the New Testament it comes from the Greek word cardia, which is the centre of the personality. It controls the intellect, the emotions and the will, your heart. So No outward obedience is of the slightest value at all unless your heart turns to God. It's fine to do all the right things that a Christian should do. And if you find that out, by the way, do tell me, because I'm not sure I'm doing a great job. But it's fine doing all the things that a Christian should do. But unless your heart has turned to God, then it's all pointless. Pointless. Unless... Your heart belongs to God and you've given your heart to him and the Holy Spirit has come into you and you've received Jesus. Your heart is his. Anything you do in an effort to get right with God is pointless. Giving your heart to him has to happen. I don't know, if if, who's seen Cinderella here? Not many of you. It's worth a watch. It's because she's very wise. She's got this really wise phrase, follow your heart. Don't you love that? Follow your heart. Really wise. Actually, it's not wise at all. It's, it's trash. <laughs> and I cringe every time I, I catch my daughter watching Cinderella or listening to anything to do with it. Follow your heart. It's utter rubbish. And this is why. Because Mark says in chapter 7, For from within, out of the heart of man and woman, come evil thoughts. Sexual immorality. Out of the heart of man or woman. Theft. Murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. Follow your heart.